Welcome to Black Hearted Mama. I am so excited to be recording again. We took a brief little break. I had to decide what I was going to do. Now, please like, share, follow Black Hearted Mama. It's very much appreciated. And I am going to start down a rabbit hole. This is going to be a series of different episodes involving witches. And in fact, the Salem witch trials and the actual breakdown of some women and men who were said to be involved. And I'm going to break it down case by case basis leading up to Hocus Pocus 2. I am a huge fan of Hocus Pocus. I remember watching it as a kid. I remember going to a movie theater to watch this. It was so cool. Um, I remember it just being one of our favorite shows. It still is. My kids watch it. I just love the history as well as comical. It's super fun. Um, but I was really interested of the actual backstory of the witch trials and accusations. So I'm going to break down a little bit of dates and then I'm going to introduce you to our first woman executed based on findings of her being a quote unquote witch and being involved in witchcraft. So 1960, let's hope it's not 1960. In 1692, Salem Village was created. Now, in this date, 185 accused, 156 charged, 47 confessions of being involved in witchcraft, and 19 executed by hanging. Now, this is considered the witch accusations and trials. Um, this started in January of 19 of 1692. Thank you. And um, let me just also say that in 1641, English, the England establishes a capital penalty for witchcraft. June 15th, 1648, the first known execution of Margaret Jones of Charlestown, Massachusetts. She was known as an herbalist, midwife, and self-described physician. She was born in 1613, and her actual day of execution, again, was June 15th of 1648. Her husband was accused, but he was not convicted. Now, in order to convict this woman, which I found was very fascinating, was that they practiced of watching. So they sat in a specific position, usually legs crossed, for a 24-hour period while someone watched them and took note. Now, they were taking note because if the person was a witch, an imp would appear to feed off the witch. An imp is a small creature who depended on the witch for life. Now, when I think imp, I go Game of Thrones. That's the imp I see in my eyes. But then I also go to Dobby the house elf and who appears out of nowhere and is, you know, a 
those are the two images I see in my head, but this is very much different. This is a small creature who just depended solely on the witch. The watching occurred on May 18th of 1648. The person that was doing the watching stated in the clear light of day, the inn appeared just out of nowhere. Now, what I find fascinating about this is with this imp appearing, this is the 100% acknowledgement that she is a witch, and therefore that is why the imp appears. Now, in regarding to her medicine, she stated they were harmless. There were just a lot of herbs, a lot of seeds, and she considered them harmless but yet had extraordinary violent effects on some people as well as animals. Therefore, she has been known as it was declared that she is a witch and she was involved in witchcraft. Therefore, she was executed. What I find fascinating about this is that this imp appears. And what I also find is interesting is that while she was waiting to be executed, there has been note that a small child would appear out of nowhere and go running through the area that she was in as long as, as well as the people would see her and then the child would disappear. And this happened several times when she was in custody in the jail prior to her execution. And during this time, that's when they said they saw this child appear, disappear, go running down the halls, going from room to room, and then disappear. Now, she was the first woman that was part of the witch accusations and trials. Now this again, she was executed um, June 15th, 1648, and her name is Margaret Jones, and again, her husband Thomas was, um, of course, accused, but he was not convicted, therefore he did not um, receive any punishment. Now, she would not confess that she was a witch. Her confession was strictly that she was a physician, she was a healer. She did not involve herself in witchcraft. It was strictly herbology and that sort of manner, which I find is extremely interesting based on the fact that so many people were fearing of the witches and were fearing of what they would do to the colony as well as how it could affect them negatively. Um, with that being said, I'm sure in that time in the world and the trials starting, it was rather scary and that there was people being um, accused Primarily women were accused as well, and there's actually, what I find is very interesting is that she, 
was the first one executed of so many. Now, the reason we have this information was because of two sources, Governor John Winthrop's journal and Reverend John Hill's book, A Modest Inquiry into the Nature of Witchcraft. Now, according to Winthrop's journal, Jones was accused in 1648 by some of her patients who started that she told them they would never heal if they refused to take her medicine. Now, again, it, when her patient's illness and injuries didn't heal, many began to suspect Jones of witchcraft, leading to her accusation. Now, this is an excerpt from the book by John Hale. Several persons have been charged with and suffered for the crime of witchcraft in the governments of Massachusetts, New Haven, or Stratford, and Connecticut from year 1646 to the year of 1692. Now, she was suspected partially because that after some angry words passing between her and her neighbors, some mischief beliefs, such neighbors and their creatures, or the like, partly because something supposed to be bewitched or had a charm upon them, being burned, she came to fire and seemed concerned. Now here's another, this part of the excerpt I'm reading. The day of her execution, I went in company of some neighbors who took great points to bring her confession and repentance, but she constantly professed herself innocent of the crime. Then one prayed her to consider if God did not bring the punishment upon her for some crime, if she had not been guilty of stealing many years ago. She answered she had stolen something, but it was long since, and she had repented of it, and that was grace enough in Christ to pardon her that long ago. But as for witchcraft, she was wholly free from it, and she said unto her death. Now, thankfully we have these accountings of moments like this, what I find is fascinating is that the watching in regards to the discovery, if you're a witch or not, and the imp appearing is just insane to me. And, oh, there you go. That's what it appeared. Um, so I think that's really interesting is the fact that the imp supposedly appeared by this person that was watching. Now... She is the first woman that's documented. Now, she was hung from a tree at Gallows Hill on Boston Neck, a narrow stretch of land connecting Boston Palencia Peninsula, Peninsula, there we go, to the mainland. Now, Winthrop made a note in his journal, and I think this is really interesting, that a storm hit Connecticut the day of her execution. And that was the state's first tornado. Now, again, going back to her husband, Thomas, he was also accused of witchcraft and arrested, was released after his wife's execution. And he tried to leave the colony on a ship called Welcome, but it was heavy load and had trouble keeping its balance. When it became known that the husband of convicted which was on board, the captain quarreled with him, and he arrested him, and he was taken off the ship. 
after he was taken off the ship, the ship reportedly stayed upright and there was no issues. Now, we're also going to discuss about 80 people were accused and arrested in witchcraft in New England between the years of, of 1647 to 1688. Twelve were executed. Now, Reverend John Hale played a big part in bringing the Salem witch trials of 1692 to an end after his own wife was accused of witchcraft during the hysteria. So we're going to really deep dive into the women and the men that were part of the Salem, the true Salem witch trials, a little bit outside of the normal or the usual in regards to this. Now, what I find fascinating is that there are multiple stories, um, different you know, there, there's different, you know, things for each life in a sense. So I feel as if it's going to be fun and, you know, definitely interesting the next month is diving into each of these cases each month, I think is really awesome and really important to do. And, um, I I just love that there's that history. So um, with that being said, this was just our first deep dive into the start of the witch trials. And I am so very excited to continue to share the stories again. Please like, share, and follow. And we are going to take our deep dive every week into the real Salem witch trials and really dig into these accusations and dig into the men and women who were part of these. I find it fascinating as well as we are doing a, a little party for Hocus Pocus 2. Both my girls, um, I watched it last night with the youngest, and of course she's very young, um, but it was just fun to see her expressions. I just love it because it is just such old school. So, it's, you know, it's a 90s, you know, movie. And so I'm very excited to see what the 2022 will bring and how the witches have transformed. So I'm very excited. Again, though, I'm very excited to really deep dive into this. So I appreciate everyone for listening. Like, share, follow, and more is to come in the Salem. Music.